Greetings to you all. Uh, I, ha I have a guilt complex when giving, uh, and I try and forget it. I try and forget the word of God that says, the one who gives to the poor lends to God. Uh, and so I try and say to God, I'm, I'm not lending you anymore, I'm giving you, Lord. But in the back of my mind, I know he always pays his debts, Tumble, as we have heard. Uh, before I bring the word, I, I wish to uh, honor Andrew Carr, who collected me from uh, Peter Maritzburg Hospital, St. Anne's, and brought me to Hillcrest because FedHealth wouldn't pay for the ambulance. And, and then Neil and Kathy Holly sent us off to the Muntanzini Forest Lodge for four days, and Andrew produced meals. And then while I was in hospital, he also produced meals for Jane. So in, in terms of the family, Andrew, here your things back uh, 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 for a refill. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, for six months this year, I've been on a search for corduroy trousers. So we tried Gateway and we tried Pavilion, tried Trueworths and everything else that sold trousers. And there wasn't any. And I went on the internet and looked for Debenhams. And there wasn't a Debenhams in the whole of Africa. So uh, I, I just went on um, Marilyn Bowden. Um, uh, 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 they say dressed by Marilyn Barton. I'm very grateful. I have had an exciting time. I went right up to the door. And it was shut in my face. I thought it was a heart attack, but it was only pneumonia. <laughs> but uh, it was very exciting. Uh, and uh, it's just through there, you know. It's one heartbeat away. It's very exciting. Uh, this place is a foggy, damp, yucky place. This is a curtain raiser. This is a but the, the real thing is just through the wind. Just there. Uh, you, you're going to be right behind me. One of the things I've been feeding on from this pulpit had been uh, Alex Hewitson's gems. And one I've been feeding on for, for weeks now, uh, it's really taken fire in me. And he, he says, uh, the human dilemma is the holiness of God. You work that one through you will realize why the world hates Jesus.
the human deliver is the holiness of God. That's the problem. God is holy. Ah, that's a real gem. Another of his gems is we're all going to go somewhere, forever. <laughs> forever, somewhere, forever. But the question is the somewhere. Right? Oh. Now, last week, Brendan brought us back to the, the metaphor of Jesus the weaver. And to weave, you need a vertical strand, which is called a warp, and a horizontal strand, which is called a weft. Now, the English language has another word for warp, which means bent out of shape. And and without the warp, God can't weft. And God is a weaver. Uh, And our very best efforts of warping are warped. But the Lord is a genius, and he wefts us all into the tapestry of his kingdom. Could we have uh, Exodus 35? And God was weaving early on. He has filled them with skill to do all manner of work of the engraver, the designer, the tapestry maker, in blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and fine linen, and of the weaver. Now, the, the weaving was also done uh, for the clothes of the shrines on the top of the mountains when Israel went whoring after Baals. So Satan is ever there to imitate God and corrupt his work. And remember Goliath, his spear was the size of a weaver's beam. Uh, And then Paul picks up the idea of being knitted together because the Lord, as it was reminded last week, is weaving us together into the tapestry of his glory. And each is significant, but... The unfortunate thing is we're not allowed to choose who we're going to be wefted with. Uh, but the ultimate results will be the glory of God revealed in the body of Christ, which, which is what he's doing. So the first picture this morning is God the weaver. And we warp and he wefts. And the result will be the glory of God in the church. Uh, And I think Colossians 2 verse 10, please, Mandy, Paul talks about being knit together, the same idea of being woven together in the tapestry of God's glory. No, 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 that's not the right one. Is it? I've given you the wrong one. Try 19. Try verse 19. Where it says we're knit together somewhere like that. Anyhow. 
Oh, not holding fast to the head. All the body nourished and knit together by joints and ligaments. So, uh, you know, some people say the only problem with the church is the people in it. Well, we're, we're being woven and knit together in, into the tapestry of God's glory. All right, now, a uh, little bit of revision. Uh, Dorothy is the one who knows these answers. Uh, no problem. Remember, what is the first question in the Bible? Hmm? It's not, where are you, Adam? What? Who said that? Well done, Amanda. She got it right last time. You're not allowed to talk again. All right. <laughs> has, has God said? Questioning the word, contradicting the word. And I've just received from my daughter uh, an excerpt from a high ecclesiastical clever chap in some theological center saying, the biblical story doesn't fit with the 21st century. We should rewrite the biblical narrative. These are clever theological ecclesiastical people. Has God said? And questioning the word. Questioning the word. Doubting the word. And I mean, the word of God is not intended to be understood by people who are not born of the spirit in any case. So, uh, you know, can only be understood by, by revelation and not by reason. So uh, let's go and, uh, and do Romans. Because the next uh, picture of God is God the author, the authority. Romans 1. Let every soul be subject to the President Zuma, to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God. What are you up to, God? And the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God. So, Zuma must fall is resisting God, is it? Let's see if that's so. Those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Now, that's the key for this morning, beloved. God's rulers, God's authorities are not a terror to law-abiding, peace-loving, industrious citizens. So if an authority is a terror to law-abiding, righteous people, it's not an authority raised up by God. And if it's not an authority raised up by God, we don't have to submit to it. So uh, those tyrants, those autocrats who are terrorizing their people, ruled by fear and oppression and cruelty, are not authorities raised by God. It says very clearly that uh, whoever resists, those who resist will bring judgment, for rulers are not a terror to good, to the good itself elsewhere. Rulers ordained by God 
are not a threat or terror to law-abiding, industrious, peace-loving people. So that's taken a great weight off my shoulders because I'm no longer required to submit to the authority of these maniacs who are governing large sectors of the world. But if uh, we do rebel against God-ordained authority, we rebel against God. And there's a core of rebellion in the heart of each one of us. So, so, so that's a liberating word. That the rulers are not a terror to law-abiding, industrious, peace-loving citizens. Those are the authorities of God. They are the ministers of God. And uh, can we move on a bit there, please, Mandy? For he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is God's minister. Those God-ordained uh, governments are, are ministers of God. They're reverends, reverend presidents. An avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore, you must be subject not only because of wrath, but also for conscience sake. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for they are God's ministers attending continually to this very thing. Render therefore to all their due. Taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Owe no one anything except to love one another, for he who loves another has fulfilled the law. So that's a, a liberating word today. A liberating, we are here to submit ourselves to the authority that God has raised up. And if it's authority that God has raised up, it is not a terror. It is not a threat. It is not to be feared by people who are law-abiding, peace-loving, industrious citizens. And then the final word is... A hobby horse, you've had me beating a drum for a long time on this one, is the word <coughs> holy. Be holy, for I am holy. The church has very, very seldom understood the meaning of holy and has confused it with the word piety or pietism. Pietism is an abomination. Pietism draws attention to itself. It's full of codes, dress codes, dietary codes, and behavioral and cultural codes. But holiness has got nothing, nothing whatever to do with pietism. Piety is a godly virtue which is practiced uh, uh, out of sight in the heart of those who are devoted to God. And it concentrates on prayer and contemplation. And it is not an exhibition, whereas pietism is an exhibition. And so holy means this. Uh, when you drive in here and you see that there's a car park reserved for His Excellency Pope Blackman I... That means that car park is holy. It exclusively belongs to the Pope or the managing director or whoever. 
Holy means exclusively belonging to. That is why holy marriage means exclusively belonging to. And that's why the Bible is a holy Bible. It exclusively belongs to God's people. cannot be understood or received by people who are not born of the Spirit. So holy means exclusively belonging to. So you go into a restaurant, and there is this beautiful woman sitting at a table, and there's a spare chair, and you go up and say, may I take this chair, please? And she says, no, you may not. It is holy. It is exclusively reserved for my boyfriend. He's coming down the road just now. Exclusively belonging to. And you go into a car park, and you see this is reserved for vehicle NPN 69432. That is holy to the owner of that car. Holy means exclusively belonging to. And so... uh, we're about to come to Holy Communion. And Holy Communion exclusively belongs to people who are holy. And as we were learning in the prayer meeting beforehand, uh, holiness is a quality of God. God can't help being holy. It's what he is. He is unique and he exclusively belongs to himself. And his people, uh, be ye holy, for I am holy. Let's have that one up. Uh, and that is why, that is why uh, adultery and fornication and these things are abominations in the eyes of God, because uh, marriage union between men and women is holy, exclusively belonging to. Uh, and, and we need to get a grip around this idea of that when we belong to God, we do not belong to anyone else. We do not belong to anyone else. We do not belong to primarily to our culture or to our country uh, or to our football team or to our pet horse or pet parrot or whatever it might be. And we are defying our nature as holy when we find in our hearts there are other things that are more important to us than Jesus. And that's very easy. Uh, So let's hear today that to be holy means to exclusively belong to. And this table is Holy Communion because it exclusively belongs to those people in whom the Holy Spirit lives. Those who have received Jesus in their hearts and are born of the Spirit and are now members of the body of Christ, the Holy Church. And the Holy Church is an exclusive community. It's not a a community that can freely associate with other religions. Uh, And the the Holy Church is not a religion. I was converted from the religion of Christianity to the faith of Jesus Christ. So uh, we we are now going to come to the table 
and uh, Jane is going to make a statement. about Holy Communion. I stand here as a prophetic visual aid. I do so in recognition and honor of all Muslim women who day in and day out day after day, show, as women represent all humankind, our state as men and women clothed in our sin and shame before holy God. Muslims stand for the law. Humans doing it for themselves. This is what we look like. Making themselves holy by their own flesh and effort. What a mess. But how true. I personally want to say thank you to all Muslims for daily showing us who we are outside of the blood of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. This is what we should go around as. And when we come with our own fleshy good works, This is how God sees us. Kadosh. 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 Holy, holy, holy. 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 If the house church could come. Don't undress me. And the Lord Jesus Christ from the cross cried out in a loud and joyful voice Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Never had a dying man been more alive. Quoting his ancestor David, Father, into thy hand I commend my spirit. Hooray, Daddy, it's over. I'm coming home. Whoopee! And from (laughs) the opposite hill 
in Jerusalem came the cry of a thousand lambs being slaughtered. Blood. 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 The Son of Man bowed his head and yielded his life. So the bride of Christ is revealed at the table of the Lord. Come joyfully and receive the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be glad. <laughs> 